Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is For the Girls Podcast. I'm Nick Westrange. And again, I'm Jason Black. <laughs> and Jason singing. Um, and uh, this is a podcast about gay people and divas. Yeah, it's about queer celebrating uh, women performers who have uh, informed our lives. It's about um, queer people who just really like ladies who like to drink lemonade. <laughs> this is for people who want to get them bodies. <laughs> Body. 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 <laughs> this is only, uh, this is about gays who like to talk about women with the name Sasha Fierce. Yes. Yes, okay. And who do we have? We have uh, Chris Livingston. This is my boo, Chris. Chris is an amazing actor who uh, you can see on stage and screen all over the place. (laughs) And uh, wait, I can't tell from that uh, intro who we're talking about today. Beyonce. Beyonce for the summer. The queen. Who's about to come out in The Lion King, who released a single last night. I just listened to it. I did too. It's actually, I got nervous. I'm getting nervous. Why? Just because I want it to be good. I want it to yeah, be You get too. nervous. Beyonce never makes me nervous. Beyonce always makes me feel very well. Are we already spilling the tea? Out. What's going on? Because she's releasing another world Lion King record. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't... What? I'm, I honestly don't really understand either. I don't understand it. I feel like... But like she, but that's her thing. Yeah. She's like, you're not going to understand it until I want you yeah. to understand it. I think that she's... I think that there's probably, obviously, Lion King soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then she probably did her own thing, like, in support of the soundtrack. She's probably recorded some songs. She's probably... Like, like this song that came out last night. I think she made an album or something that was inspired by the movie or somehow it's and you keep it international like they, if yeah. you know that they're like this is the international album in support of the last like okay she'll tell us when, yes. when when the kids are ready and that's she'll what she does and she also. just like drops shit and she doesn't talk about it and she just does it have you seen the poster of her and, with it with the lion yeah of Nala's face of Nala's face yeah, of her like on the side portraits of her it's yes. like okay yes. did you see the dress <laughs> yes the lion dress no, no, she, that was the one that she did to she wore to her mom's thing that was a different event it, it was it wasn't a theater thing it was like it was like a I feel like it was a charity kind of event and like the theme was jungle or oh. I can't I was just reading that thing this morning about she gave her first interview in like 
six years. Really? Like, we, we, I was, like, reading, they were, like, Beyonce's first interview since 2013. With who? Maybe this is wrong. Cut this. <laughs> I don't know. It might, I haven't it, heard it about it might her not. I mean, the thing is, yet. I know that she... She might not be doing interviews. She might, but she does. Like in that time, she's released documentaries. She's, you right. know what I mean, which which feels like an interview because. Right. But she is in control of that. Yeah, the whole she's thing is directing it's her. That thing. It's her. She's in control of that narrative. Yeah. Yes. Story. So maybe it was. You know what I mean? Maybe it was her first. It could be, or I could have just read a really old news article. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't really do interviews. No, I actually remember, like, what is it? I just read, read this morning on the internet. They were like, the Beehive is going crazy because she gave this interview. I, I actually, I could totally see that, because she yep. doesn't do interviews. And 2013, that was when she, I think, released the, um, I was watching this documentary today, actually, the uh, the um, Life is But a Dream, that HBO special. That was before Lemonade. Right. That was right, she made that right after she split with her father, when she, you know, she stopped having him be her manager. Mm-hmm. And um, when she found out she was pregnant with Blue. Right. And that's also, 2013 is also when she dropped... Beyonce, the album. Yes. Yes. That was the first fucking video album. She was the first to do any of that. She just, like, out of nowhere dropped a whole fucking album and was like, also, every song has a video, and you can watch it. And it wasn't, it was, it was different than Lemonade. Like, Lemonade was the evolution of that, right? Like, mm-hmm. first she dropped Beyonce, mm-hmm. and it's like, she's got all these fucking dope-ass songs, every song right. has a video, you can watch it all together, but then Lemonade actually was, like, a film. Do you, do you yeah, see what I mean? Like, that was like, a, a complete visual experience. Yes, absolutely. Which was yeah. She, she through... just she just keeps doing the event. She just keeps topping and figuring out what the next event is, which we don't get. We don't get anymore. No. It's, we don't get to feel right. like like that. It was a, okay. This is like so crazy, but like Nick was like, I, I you know, my partner and I said, I was like, my roommate and I stayed home that that we night. We watched it that and night. Yes, me too. We all, everyone yeah. was like watching the fucking moon landing. I watched it twice. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> it was we, like the moon landing. Yeah, it's a shared experience. We were talking about that on yeah. the Rosie O'Donnell episode. Weird. Like Rosie O'Donnell's show used to be a shared experience because mm-hmm. it used to only be like four channels, and we were all, at least all the gay people, were mm-hmm. watching Rosie O'Donnell at three mm-hmm. o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And now all the gay people, the only thing we have is like when Beyonce does something. Yeah, that makes the world do something together. Absolutely. It is an event. It was the same with, like, fucking Coachella and Homecoming, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I remember, like, I did not stay up. I did not stay up, you know, I guess I'm not a card-carrying member of the Beehive. I did not stay up at 3 in the morning to watch Coachella Live on YouTube. My ass was asleep. But the bitch watched it the next day. (laughs) You woke up in the morning and had your coffee. I did, and watched Beyonce. Uh And um, and that was beautiful. That was a fucking moment. I mean, talk about, like, like, what I loved about that concert is... All of the subtle, actually, no, not subtle, but just like the shout outs to fucking black America. Do you know what I mean? Without even making it like obvious, you know, like doing things like having just a couple bars from the Wiz, doing things like having fucking like all of these step routines that, you know, traditionally we are like, oh, that's from something a fraternity fraternity or sorority would do, you know, at a step show or something, but like introducing it to the world. But like, actually, it's like it's a wink, it's a nod, it's a like, it's a celebration, it's, um, and then, you know, singing the fucking, you know, you know, the black national anthem. You know, I just um, it was it was such a beautiful celebration of blackness. Um, and and also just like having her be the first fucking black woman to headline at Coachella. Like it was an event, you know, mm-hmm. and, we, you know, one of the things that I really appreciate what she's doing now with her career specifically is like Beyonce. Like some people like there are a lot of um, like 
feminist that I think, like, I think Bell Hooks, right, she is not really into Beyonce. And and there are a lot of, like, feminists that really aren't. And I, and I get it. I understand it. What I, what I like about what Beyonce is doing now is that she is still creating this music that is uh, popular. It is sexual. And it she's is, done this for a while where she's like, she's like, you know, like, I'm, I'm in the club with my boy and like mm-hmm. gonna do whatever he wants for him and then on the other hand she serves you other, another idea absolutely she never has a full album where it's just like she's just subservient yeah. to Jay-Z no you know she's never no, just Miss Carter she's very oh, cognizant she, ru- she to... is running shit and she makes it very clear she's like that this is my show and, mm-hmm. and sometimes when she's upset with him she's also very transparent about that she's like you forgot that you know you had the baddest bitch in between your sheets or something. That's that line from something I just heard on my way here. But she's literally like, you forgot who you have here. You know, mm-hmm. this is my shit. I'm running this. I also, well, also think she's like, like oh. saying that she has a lot of facets. Like, she, you can be a full, you can, yeah. uh, you, it, there's moments where like, you just want to be this thing with your partner. And then there's moments where you want to be like, a run in the world. Well, it also so, lets like, her communicate be... with regular women who might be married, who might be in more traditional, heteronormative, you know, like, yeah. You know, households where yeah. that's the thing. She can communicate and show them we can still say, we can have that part of ourselves and yeah. still have who runs the world. Yeah, right. You know? Absolutely. Who runs the world? What I was, what I meant to get at earlier is, uh, what I like is that it's almost like she repurposes her songs sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she, she, she can create a song that maybe is talking about like dancing or like she's shaking her ass at this moment or whatever. But like then she creates a video or she makes a performance that is actually kind of revolutionary or like like the fucking like the Super Bowl performance, right? The one that she did with Bruno Mars and I cannot remember who else. Um, but that was when she performed Formation. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was the 50th anniversary of the Black Panther Party that year. So, like, she sings Formation, Formation that just came out. Oh, that's out. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, it was also an ode to the Black Panther Party. They were dressed mm-hmm. like Black Panthers, you know? And it was kind of like, and, the, and the, the, the choreography was very militant. And it was kind of like at a time where we're, like, seeing so many fucking black people killed by the police, Right, it's kind of like a call to arms, a call to a call to rise up, a call to protest, a call to make some noise. You know, in a song that you don't necessarily, I don't know, that might not be the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, she is literally saying this, get in formation, ladies, this get in mm-hmm. formation. But like, I love that she can like, it's like a way to like, here, I'm gonna take you on this ride, and then bam, actually, it's about this too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um. And also, again, like, the duality of her, like, she's risking a lot, too. Oh, absolutely. Because you have all of, like, white, right-wing America that's going to be, like, super threatened by that. And then she became, like, public enemy number one on Fox News for, like, uh, 72 hours or however the fuck long the stupid people's attention span is for. Yeah. Let's let's, let's take it back. So, I knew you since we were 19. And you were were obsessed with me. You wanted to dress like me and sound like me, and I first couldn't take it. You know, like right. You know, like it's overwhelming when someone. It was overwhelming. He was like, and this is how I knew he loved Beyonce because he would call me like his Beyonce. (laughs) I was like, okay, okay, stop. You were the the Beyonce of Rutgers University. Um, uh, but, but, God, 19, right? Yeah, we were 19. Yeah, we were 19, man. And, um... God, dude. And you oh, loved man. music. Yeah. I knew that about you. Like, I... Yeah. Like, you... 
that really informed you? Because like, we were in acting school and we kind of had to talk about ourselves and perform and to kind of act yourself. And you would get up and sing. I actually talk about this on the podcast when I saw you do the... Um, uh, I saw oh, you I do. do I remember, I heard New York. You, that I have to say, when yeah. you gave me that shout out, it, it kind of made me well up a little. Oh, did it? Yeah, I was like, oh wow. That was in our iconic Bjork episode. Yeah, download that episode. Download it, everybody. Great episode. Online. Um, anyways, so yeah, so I knew that, and, and I would get like CDs from you, and I would just kind of get the, uh, you know, I don't know, and I, I remember being in movement class because Beyonce was already starting to. Understand how to what, work completely. What year is this? This, this is, is in 1988. Ah, bitch! <laughs> I actually don't want to say because it's like that's gonna give me me sick. 2000 and no, 2006. it was like 2006 or five. And 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 oh, she released. Right. It was like 2006. 2006, and I think yeah. it, she released. And like I remember you coming to class, freaking out because she <laughs> was. Uh, that's when she started doing her secret releases. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She just. She had just like. Um, was that her first sen- uh, uh, after... That was her first after, after right? Dangerously in Love. And so people were just freaking out. Because B-day. It was a big B-day. transition. B-Day. B-Day. Yeah. And she and I think one of the things that was so awesome and different about that album is she sounded different. Like she, That's it. Like, technically, she was doing... Like, she, she began to experiment with her sound in a different way. I was like, who is this? I actually thought she was this other singer, Tedra Moses. Um, just because she had a, d- a different vocal quality, you know, like the way that she. No, I don't tell know. me. I don't know. You have to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about singing, honey. Okay. Okay. Let me see. How do I break it down? Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess specifically, it was her. Tone. Was it more rocking? Was she kind of getting into the more rock vibe of no, the song? No, I don't think. I don't think it was that. It was just. It was just the way that she. It, it was just different, man. Her sound was just different. And you were so excited. Oh, I was so excited. It was like, I, I remember exp- seeing you experience it. It was like it was your birthday. Your actual <laughs> birthday. Like You had gotten like, the best present that you weren't yeah. thinking you were going to have. Yeah. And you were just like dancing around and you were like, I can't believe. Well, like, that's actually, I have to say though, this. that still to this day is like one of my favorite albums. Like that's an album that will get me hype. Like that's an album I will put on at the gym, specifically um, mm. fucking Greenlight. Um, I love that song. And I don't know that one. Um, go, da da da, go. Baltimore and um, this singer um, uh, Amari 
I think is her name. She was the first to kind of bring that into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, it basically, I hate that I can't remember what, what the type of music is called, but like it's it's with a big band. It's like it's influenced by jazz. It's influenced by band, and that kind of came in into the R and B world. So, like, if you think about songs like um, "Crazy in Love," you hear a lot of horns. You hear a lot of drums. That's that's where all this stuff comes mm-hmm. from, and it's the same with in, into B Day. So, like with Greenlight, there's a lot of that. A lot of horns. Mm-hmm. A lot of drums. Uh, what was the first song from B Day that she released? It was uh, "Deja Vu." Same with "Deja Vu." You know um, that that energy of that what that puts into the song for me, it just really it just does something for me. It like lifts me. You grew up singing. Yeah, I did. Like you grew up in the church, right? I and, did. Yeah. yeah, I grew up. I sang. Um, I sang. I grew up singing in a gospel choir that very much reminded me of Sister Act Two. They were, they were young. Really, <laughs> youth, a youthful. Were you wearing those nineties awesome. outfits? Oh, it was was the 90s, yes. (laughs) Wait, where was that? In Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Yeah, it was a community, it wasn't a choir that was attached to, like, one church, but we were from a bunch of different churches within the community, South South Seattle, Central Central District of Seattle. A bunch of black kids singing, dancing. Um, And so that's specifically, though, it's like that type of music, gospel music, um, and R&B music that, like, really attracted me to Beyonce. Like, I remember, I remember when I first heard her voice. It was the summer of, like, 96 or 97. Had to be August, because I was at my dad's house, because I was always there for the month mm-hmm. of August. I was peeing, and I, I heard, I had, like, MTV on, like, TRL or something on, right? And I heard, this is No, 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 uh-huh. the remix. The hit. White Club John, right? And they start singing. And I'm like, oh, what's that? I found you. You're my. I you're found my, you. You're my. You're my thing. You're my muse. You're my. But because she's doing all these runs in this song, and some of them are short and stuff, but that are from my fucking church. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's and that to me is like I was like oh my god, and I was like and I could tell she was young. I was like oh she can sing. Like, how is she doing all that? She's she was like 16, 17. She was a baby. You know. We uh you know what I just uh, uh doing some bay research. I totally forgot that she was on the. Men in Black soundtrack. The they were on the Men in Black soundtrack. That was their first oh, thing they were ever on. Isn't that funny? That is funny. Well, yeah, that's that's a good song. What song is that? It's a really weird, slow kind of sensual 
song on the Men in Black soundtrack. That's so funny. They, they sound so adult on it. It sounds so inappropriate for how old they are. Uh-huh. But that was the very first thing they were, thing like they were 15, on. 15, funny? 16. Yeah, they were babies. Yeah. Star Search. Yeah, then right. Right. And then they and then they came out with no 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 after that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. We since we're in the Destiny's Child moment, let me ask you. I had a question because I don't ever really understand the timeline of when Michelle Williams came in. Yeah. So was she not on Say My Name? Um. She. She, she was. She. Well, no. She was in the video, but they got rid of her. They had already recorded that album with the original four. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. with Latoya Luckett. Yeah, Latoya Luckett and Latavia Latavia Robinson. Robinson. I wrote that down. I'm not Latavia like Latavia was one of the fan. OGs. Latavia and Latoya were the OGs. OGs. It was Beyonce, Kelly, Latoya and Latavia. So they were on tour during that time and I was supposed to go um they were on tour and they came to Seattle and I had bought me and my little sister tickets to go and see them and they canceled the performance. No. Because I found this out later, but that was when they had already had their issues with Latoya and Latavia, right? They no longer were in the in the group. And then they had auditioned and they got Michelle and uh Farah. And um but I guess at that time, that was when Farah started acting up and they were having beef and Farah was like decided to go home for something. Um, and she thought that that was okay, and then later on found out that she was fired out of the group. Well, all of that happened at during the time that they were supposed to have this Seattle concert, and it was canceled. Huh. And I was, I was, I had like used my saving money from like I don't know, I had like a summer job or something. I was like 13, 14, 15, and didn't know that I could like get my money back or like <laughs> just like let, you know. Now I'm like, damn, I should have got my fucking money back. But I was so disappointed. So I still have never seen Beyonce live. Wow. Ever. When are you going to do that? When are you going to rectify the situation? I mean, you know, a bitch got to get some money. Yeah, it's and, expensive and if I'm gonna to do a lot it, of money. I want to do it like, I want to be... In the pit. Yeah, like, I want to yeah. be close. I don't want to be... I don't want to watch her in person on a screen, you know? Right. Yeah, pay all that money to look at a screen. How much are those tickets? Tickets are expensive. expensive. Like, they're like 500 bucks. What? I mean, like, good seats. You know And not I mean? even the best seats. I think you're... The, the best seats are more than 500, I feel like, at this point. Because, like, they, you know, they, when she announces a concert, they sell out within yeah. minutes. And don't get the me whole wrong, concert sells totally out. totally worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, get it, girl. Get your money. Get your coin. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> Do you listen to The Read, the podcast The Read? No, I don't. I it's... subscribe to them, though. Yeah. <laughs> they are, like, huge bass dams. They're like, sell your house, sell your baby. <laughs> 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 Sell your car, sell your kid. <laughs> yeah, get to that Whatever concert. You need to do. So you missed her. So you missed the concert. Yeah, I missed the concert. I want a whole concert. I think you'll get it. She's she's. I will. You're gonna get it. I'm gonna you meet her. I've, I've already. I'm. I have affirmed this, and I'm saying it right now. Wow, I guess I better now. Good saying it. this, but I'm yeah. I'm gonna work with her. I mean, it's <gasps> gonna happen. She's probably, you know she probably listens to this podcast. Oh, she's the big she's your biggest fan. Yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah. She's like blue. Come on, cuddle with mommy and let's put on our for the girls podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to these queens. There's all white queens and talk about all white people, but all white divas. I don't give five fucks about. <laughs> she doesn't give a flying fuck about this podcast. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not. We shouldn't. 
say that. Chris is affirming. I'm going to say maybe she does. She listens to it. Um, she calls in. Some of the like, we're in a studio right now, y'all. That we're not normally. But there's like a phone. What if I, I would probably get up and leave. It feels so like, ooh, my she world is, is She is crumbling. that omnipotent, though. She, she is. She knows yeah. when people are talking about her somewhere and can make phones like appear and then call in. <laughs> I will say, Destiny's Child used to be a, a big giveaway for me when a dude was in the closet. He would, would have the he would have I, awful, I, what I would remember not, in high school, there was this cat that was in, I won't say his name, obviously, but he, we were in class together, and he sat, you know, in front of me, and this was like a fucking football player, you know, really quiet, brooding boy, he, you know, he, he got into fights a lot, but like, me and him were cool, you know, I didn't have a problem with him. And one day we were in class and he wanted to see my CDs. And so I was like, let me see yours. And so we just like switched each other's like little CD book Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm going through his CDs and I see the writings on the wall. That's Destiny's Child's second album, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl. In my head, I knew. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. He gets down. He gets down. And sure enough. (gasps) You got down. Not with me, but with my best friend. Like, one of too much tea. That's okay. <laughs> next, you know, it's okay. It Calm down. down. They had a little secret thing for a little while. You know. Oh uh, God, oh, fantasy. Yeah, I know, right? That's like a. What do you think movie. happened to him? Oh, I know what happened to him. He's married. <laughs> oh, wait. So Man you had straight. <laughs> you had a you had a gay best friend in high school. Oh, I had yeah yeah absolutely. We um I had I had a I had a few actually. That was like. That was a that was actually, I, I you know not to get too deep, but like I had gone through some things in my life and were at some point I was just kind of like, you know what, fuck it, uh, life is too precious, life is too short, and like all of this other stuff that we care about in high school is like doesn't really matter. And I started hanging out with my gay best friends, and it was kind of the beginning of my coming out process, really, because it was like because people started talking, people like we started hanging out together, and like I mean just being like downtown at the mall, like. All the friends that I was hanging out with started like, oh, you know what? He's hanging out with so-and-so or so-and-so. Oh, you think he's gay? You think he's... It was all that kind of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it was. It was the beginning of that. Even people, like, from church, seeing talking to my mom, I remember at some point, my mom would be like, well, my, somebody told me that they saw you downtown with blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was. But that was the beginning of that because those were my, my friends, and they're still my friends. And it was the mm-hmm. kind of beginning of the acceptance of that for me and kind of a big fuck you to the, the norm of... Um, I don't know, homophobia. And music was playing a thing in there, huh? Absolutely. Did those friends stand out to Destiny's Child with you? Absolutely. But they got like, God, I wish you could have them. That would be really great, actually. Why? Well, just I'm just thinking about like all of us together. That would be, and just to see how they, you know, stand for things. Because I mean, they could give you a whole list of like other like R&B divas, especially like from the fucking '90s, and mm. just like cheesing yeah. out together. Oh that. my god! Do, I need to find a Monica stand because I really want to do. He a Monica actually is episode. one really? of my friends. Yeah, Deontay. This Does is he... one of my friends is a Monica, but he, he lives in Seattle. I feel like you got me on the Mary kick. You were the one that kind of Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Did I? Uh, yeah, I remember getting some, like, burning some albums from you, and I was like... Okay, I mean, I did have some. Yeah, yeah, you did. I did have some. Uh, okay, what's your number one favorite Destiny's Child song? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh, that's a hard one. We can do that. We can all go around and do one, can't yeah. we? Yeah. Destiny's Child, specifically. Destiny's Child. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, like, so anti-feminist, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Cater to you. (laughs) But very sexy. So sexy. sexy. That's why. It's so sexy. It's so pretty. 
And I like there is a part of me that like no, I'm not gonna justify it. I'm not it, it's 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 horrible. But like I sometimes would my care into my man. Uh-huh. Like, I wanna like yeah, yeah, let me fucking, like yeah, that is make you food like... and like massage your feet and like take care of you boo because you're the mom. Maybe I see you working hard, wanna let you know I'm proud, let you know that I admire what you do. Don't know if I need to reassure you if my life will be purposeless without you. If I want it, when I ask you you inspire me to be better, you challenge me for the better. Sit back and let me pour out my love letter. Let me help you take off your shoes, untie your shoestrings. Take off your cufflinks Did you wanna eat food? Let me feed you Let me run your bath water Whatever you desire I'll fly ya Sing you a song Turn the game on I'll brush your hair Help you put your do-rag on Wanna put a I think it goes back to that thing we were talking about earlier with Beyonce being feminist or anti-feminist or like feminist being mad at her. Yeah. It's like just because you're woman says a group of gay men. Right. Um, but yeah, I imagine right. like just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't also enjoy being submissive right. sexually sometimes. And that's yeah. still a kink that can right. be part of your emotional repertoire. Yeah. Right? It doesn't mean that you're wrong for liking that either. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love the cover of emotions. Like their harmonies are so tight and beautiful in, in, yeah. in that. And really um are. and it kind of crescendos in this like really soft so, um a soft way that kind of take them took them outside of the contemporary times that they were in. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And that, that video is so silly and fun and I don't know. They're just there's just something about that innocence and brokenheartedness that has always worked for me, and I fucking... They don't normally play it on the radio, but when that one comes on, I just feel like it's such a treat yeah. to get to hear it. Just, just, just to kind of go back there. Anyways, that's mine. I like... Uh, I, well, I'm going to say this because it connects with Bet, but um, Bills, Bills, Bills. Oh, yeah. Because I remember when Bet released her um, girl group album, For the Girls. Uh-huh. Um, not For the Girls. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> it's called It's the Girls. <laughs> um, she talked about... Just loving girls groups and she talked about like in an interview how much she loves Destiny's Child and Uh TLC uh and she was talking she like in this interview talked about Bills 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 a lot and Uh she was like I just think it's the most fabulous song and she like (laughs) goes into the harmonies and she like in this interview like starts singing one of the parts and I was like oh I need to go like re-examine Destiny's Child because of this and it got me like back on a little kick that's a fucking that's a good one I remember when that song came out or that video came out I was um, being paid to babysit my little cousins and one of the things that always kind of makes me laugh about it is he knew, I mean, now he's fucking like 24 years old, but he knew, he knew that that was my song. And I used to say, those are my girls. And so like, let's say like I was in the bathroom or like the TV's on and I'm like doing something in the kitchen, the song will come on and my little cousin would be like, Chris, your girls are on. <laughs> you know, was, Isn't it funny when they like, kind of, when they're kind of calling you out out loud and your family's all hearing <laughs> yes. that and you're like... Yes, those are my girls. But shh about that. It is my truth, right. but out loud when it's ringing it's through the house, it looks. 
it just yeah. <laughs> like I'm ready for it to look like. No, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> the CD thing is so funny. I used to hide my diva CDs. Really? A little bit. Like I thought, and then you think I one time got them into another. Um, a little case, another case. Yeah, cause yeah, because it's like sign. such a, it's, a, it's such a fucking sign. It's, it's like, a flag. It's no, like oh, no one's the other. You listen to. That's how I knew flag. about that dude. Yeah, none of the other like, boys have it. I always feel like that one. You can kind of get away because it's like, oh, I like it, or they're hot. Like people could be like, I like Beyonce because she's hot, and totally. I like, 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 but like, yeah, there's you could, the, but I knew. I was yeah, like, you know, you know when it's like Destiny's Child album, and you put it in your case because you were listening to it. Yeah, you're fully. You're that's the second CD you just listened to it. Yeah. So I still have. Remember all those DVDs, Jason? <laughs> I still have all my DVDs. Well, how did you keep them? Did you keep Why? them in? I don't know. I can't throw them away because I like some of them are like the first. Like there, I bought them when I was like sixteen. I kept a collection of like I have like twenty DVDs at home and threw the re- and gave the rest to like Goodwill or something. I need to because I never watched them. Honestly, though, I the apocalypse is coming and you do need them. <laughs> I'm serious. It's You're going to need hard copies. I really do like go to sleep thinking about like if I was rich, I would have a I would have walls and walls of VHS. Because in your view of the apocalypse, we still have electricity but right. not the internet. My house is solar paneled, sweetie. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, it's all that solar energy is going to my little TV and my VHS player and I'm living like much, I'm living like Richie Rich in 1992 whatever that movie came out like. Yeah. That's so keep them. You're going to need them. Richie Rich. He just had lots of VHS. Well, I don't know but that's what I would do if I was a rich kid anyways. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. But keep them, babe. Keep them. Yeah. Okay, so when Destiny's Child broke up, or yeah. when Beyonce was like, I'm going out solo, mm-hmm. what were your feelings? Where were you? People were freaking were the feeling? fuck out. I mean, the thing is, I always knew she was going to go yeah. solo. I think everybody did, you know? I, I was I was excited about it because, you know, no shade to any, no shade to, to Kelly or Michelle, because I adore them both. Um, Poor but, Michelle, though. But... Poor Michelle. Well, Beyonce was my favorite. She was always mm-hmm. my favorite vocally. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so I was excited. I was excited to see what she was going to do. I was a little sad just because I was like, they're saying that they're not breaking up and blah, blah, blah. But we all know what that is. They're going to break up. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the beginning of all the solo shit and it's going to it's gonna be no more. Um, and then they came back and they did that last album, Destiny Fulfilled, mm-hmm. which is what had Cater to You on it and t-shirt and fucking um if which like nobody really talks about it's so pretty if um it's actually the the music is sampled it's a gladys knight song that's sampled if i don't uh if i don't get on the phone like i used to for you don't you take it personal if i something i don't know You will never find another love like love. You're gonna miss me. I ain't got time while you're 
but it's like really pretty and and really kind of a throwback to that time that Gladys Knight you know um, see I love when they do that yeah I love when they do that. And it's such a, also a throwback to, like, those girl groups. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they really, I love that about Destiny's Child, is it really is, it's, it's, it's so strong in the tradition of, like, in Vogue and the Supremes and, you know what I mean? Like, these girl groups that are unified and sexy and, like, their harmonies are, like... So tight. So fucking tight, you know? Um, yeah. And that album, the Destiny Fulfilled, is after... Bay made Dangerously in Love. Mm, yes. Yeah. Real, right. That's yeah, so right. She did Dangerously yes. in Love, and then they came back and did an album, which was like, oh great, they're not they're not broke up. They did Destiny Fulfilled. Right. And then after that, they, they did, did a tour. Yes. They did the big world tour, and then and then, she then did, they broke up, and because then she did B Day. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm by myself forever. Yeah. I'm dangerously in love. What happened to you when it came out? What were your feelings? Oh, oh I was. I was. I, that was the CD because <laughs> I did have that on a CD. Um, I that was on repeat for me. I had just I, that was two thousand three. So I had either was about to graduate high school or had just graduated. Were you working like some summer job and that? Was just I your was yes, I was actually I was working at Cold Stone. <laughs> I was working at Cold Stone Creamery. Yes, I was working at Cold Stone. You still Cold Stone? No, I fucked Cold Stone. It ended badly. So I'm anti Cold Stone. <laughs> still anti Cold Stone. Um, but. No, I had just moved out because I was going to start community college. I went to Seattle Central Community uh-huh. College. Got this fucking dope-ass studio apartment on Capitol Hill in mm-hmm. Seattle. And my cousin lived across the street. That was an accident, but that's how we got tight. So that album actually reminds me a lot of my cousin Kendra because we would, like, smoke weed a lot and, like, have no money but figure out $5 to get the weed mm-hmm. and listen to fucking <laughs> Dangerously in Love. And one of our favorite songs was Yes. You know, you know that song? I said yes to your number and yes to you dating me. Yeah. I said yes to your Geek out over Beyonce and how fucking amazing she is. I was 18. Or 17. Actually, I was 17. Yeah. 17. Wow. So that kind of like led you into your adult. Beyonce, kind of like as Beyonce was like breaking out of Destiny's Child and becoming her own person, you oh, were really? like kind of coming that. into your adulthood. Yes, totally. She did. That's, That's beautiful. Really sweet. And then yeah. you carried her to college. I sure did. Into my adult life. Um, still going, too, y'all. Still going. Bouncy's still alive. <laughs> right. And so am I. 
do you commune with the beehive? Do you go into the hive? Are I mean, you... I feel like I'm a we're, member of the hive. And we're from a different generation. I was kind of telling Nick that. I was like, you know, Chris and I, like, we're a little bit older than these that's kids so that stand true. in the way that they in the stand in the social media zone. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, we had We were we had there CDs. when social media was being created. Yeah. yeah. We were, What's your, what, I mean, what are your feelings this, on the hive is, as is, a, my thing internet? Is, I feel very much a part of it, but I don't, like, I'm not like the rest of I guess you could say maybe the, the, these younger ones that like send out like really aggressive or angry um, messages to people that maybe say something nasty about Beyonce or like I'm not posting bees on a bunch of like underneath comments and stuff. I think that um, I love that people stand the way that they do because I do too. But that being said, like people are mean and like I'm not about I'm not about that. Like the whole um, remember when um, remember when Solange he beat up Jay-Z in the elevator, mm-hmm. right? And this was at the Met Gala, I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, Beyonce released Lemonade. Mm-hmm. And she was, I think it was after that, called, you know, You Better Call Becky with, Becky the, good with hair. the Good Hair. You better call Becky with the good hair. And that was about, what was the woman? I don't know who Becky with the Good Hair is. I know that they, the Beehive thought they knew. Well, they did. It was, it was, because she outed herself. She, I think she wanted the attention. I forget what her name was. It was like Rachel, Rachel maybe. I don't know. Somehow she was connected. To, she was connected to like, was it Damon Dash? I cannot remember. Anyway, she was like, you know, I guess I'm Becky. Hashtag Becky with the good hair. Whatever. People started like just like bees, 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 bees. Like the, the, you know, like just like under every picture, like they're fucking posting bees and like really angry things and calling her out her name and like all that kind of stuff and like. Well, my, no, because first they thought it was Gwyneth Paltrow. You better call Becky with the good hair. Yeah. Oh. That's what Amber Rose said, but that's not true. She no, said it was she was like, just joking. Yeah, it was like Rachel, Rachel something. She's a black woman, and she's got, you know, straighter hair, quote-unquote good hair. You better call Becky with the good hair, you know. So funny, because, like, Beyonce's known for her, like, quote-unquote good hair. Right. That's <laughs> Which true. is kind of funny to me because like Beyonce's always had kind of the same head of hair for years now. That's that's true. She does she well well now she's generally wearing more of a tighter curl and well now she's wearing a lot of braids and shit. But like her her wit, you know, she's got waves. Her performance hair though. But back in the day, she used to have a lot of straight. She was doing mm-hmm. a lot of straight weaves and like wigs and you know, but now it's like yeah, she's got big you know. May I read the urban dictionary definition of Becky with a good hair? Yes, please. Okay. Um, Becky with a good hair. A white girl that has A, gotten on your nerves, B, had sex with your man, uh. or in Beyonce's case, her husband Jay-Z, <laughs> C, Taylor Swift, uh. or D, all of the above. Uh, I love it. <laughs> you better call Becky with the good hair. <laughs> I love it. Becky with the good I just hair. think we came from a different era. I mean, you know, there's just, I think, yeah, this, like, young, you know, the Barbies and the Swifters. Is mm-hmm. that what they're called? The Swifters? Swifters. Mm-hmm. You know, they all just have... It's a different energy. It is and I don't want to be like... Because I don't want to sound like the old man, but it's just, that's not... We just were lucky enough to get these CDs and to get an appearance on TV that we caught, right. you know, like, yeah. and we didn't, we didn't really have the energy or time to battle against each other. And now there's all of these platforms in which everyone can be battling yeah. and like throwing all of this crazy shade and energy towards like 
protecting their, I think it comes from protection or it comes from I'm the biggest fan kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't it also something intrinsic about the internet that we're finding these days, especially with politics, that it does, it becomes a game of like, it becomes very zero sum on the internet arguing. Yeah. Like, in order for my thing to be great, your thing has to be terrible. Right. And that's something, A, that we're trying to remedy by doing this podcast where fans can like come together and just like fan out together. Yeah. yeah. And and fans from across fandoms can learn from each other, yeah. you know, and learn yeah. about each other's divas. Yeah. But I just think that it's it's all over in our anything you do on the internet becomes an all out war. It's so true. It seems. Are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, but Are I, you? I, well, I just started actually being active, like being more active. I've been on what Twitter do you do? since do you say 2013. Funny, do you say funny tweets? Do you send funny tweets? Sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I just kind of lurk. I look and see what everybody right. else does and I like. And you sometimes like. I, I, sometimes I retweet, mm-hmm. but like, I don't really, I, I don't really get, I still don't really get Twitter. I don't get it. You know, and I I've been do. on since like 2013. Oh, you use Twitter all the time. You can follow me at I, West Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, follow this fucking podcast, please. We need more Twitter presence. I, I know I we do don't tweet that guys. much, but we let you know tweet, when the apps we'll are coming. tweet more. I'll learn to tweet. We're going to tweet so more. Tweet. And yeah, also, yeah. it's like, I think everyone can have their own different fandom. Like, I don't, like, I think the, be, the Beehive, even doing this episode and we've been kind of talking about it, kind of scares me to be, because, like, there are always going to be extreme fans. Like, yeah. there can be room for having just a personal love for someone. Yeah. And, like, having them move you and you interacting with that in the way you want to, like, we don't need to be setting all of these high, crazy, from in my opinion, creepy standards no. for what a fan is. Like, also, why chill does it out. have to be either no. or? Like, yeah. why do you have to be either a member of the Beehive or the West Rihanna's the Navy or whatever? Like, why why can't why can't you be a member of both? Rihanna's is the Navy. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> what did you also that she was in Battleship? What? Remember when they <laughs> when they <laughs> made the um, battleship game? They made it a movie. That was like Rihanna's one of Rihanna's first what? movie performances. I didn't know that. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Someone from the Navy. We need to bring someone from the Navy. But she's yeah. the Navy. Hey, babe, have you ever gone through a breakup and turned to Beyonce? Has she ever gotten you through some like dark moments? I feel like no. she's a good. No. No. Not, not, she not actually. Been huh. a light. Wait, in you, the you know what? For that? She was. I totally forgot about that. And that album was four. I had a breakup. I love four. I love four. I People love, don't talk about fucking. No one four. talks about four, and it's I think low key my favorite. Yeah, four. It was good. my. It There's was my intro to Beyonce. School yeah, and Life and without that that like mm-hmm. bonus song. I love yeah, School and Life. That's, that's, a, that's fun. a fun one. Yeah. yeah. No, I think four was a big one for me because I had like fucking. I had gone through a breakup, and that was actually my first and kind of like really only big breakup, and had to be around him all the time, but four came out, you know, and that was my, that was something I listened to on my way to the gym every day. I listened to that (laughs) album at the gym a lot, and I just have, in my research, the fucked up thing, is there only one Grammy for that fucking album? I can't cope with it. Oh, I don't know. I feel like this, that album was like very under Grammyed in a way. It was underappreciated, me... kind of. It wasn't as big a sensation as what she did after that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, what? Which is Beyonce. what's up to Beyonce and right? Beyonce yeah. was after Beyonce that. is after yeah. that, and that's when people. That's when I when I feel like the beehive everything just went into a tizzy, and she's now stayed in that high castle. Yeah, since Beyonce, like I feel like that, like yeah. we've I mean, just like Beyonce was, her a, Beyonce was a great God. album, but it was also the fucking surprise drop of the videos. It was doing that whole like having a visual album, making a visual album like that. No one had done that, and to just drop it too. 
like out of nowhere, surprise, and then you just kind of break the internet. And well, and like, like, and like breaking the rules, you yeah. know, like oh, no publicity. Gonna, right, you're going to tell me how marketing works. Let me show you how. Right. Let me change the game on how marketing and publicity work. Yeah, you know, and now people are doing that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, now people are. You know, it's a thing now. Yeah, but it, to me, it's like not a thing. Like after you do something, it's just you're just following it. Like she, saw, she, and all now Beyonce has to do is just keep following herself. Yeah. I mean, I and even, it's amazing. It and is. Keep... I even think that, like, how, like, if you notice, like, if you look at certain music videos now, right? I feel like there's a trend in music videos that is very, um, the style of it is very filmic, where a music video looks like a movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Beyonce kind of set a trend with that, with, you know, just starting a visual album, but then really with, like, Lemonade. Yeah, when making, you a, know? like, a two hour long music video that's going to premiere on HBO. Like, we're not putting this shit on MTV. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's too it's important a movie, to that. Really, it's a movie, yeah. yeah. And, P- and HBO made fucking money because people start, you know, join just to watch that. You know, got subscriptions just to fucking she knows, watch that I mean, shit. She, yeah, like she is so so smart with her, and she also, I think, just has such a good ear and eye and taste. Yeah, like she kind of is good at reading the vibe, reading what the fans want to need, mm-hmm. and finding this like very specific unique way of giving it to them yeah where like I feel like every time she comes out with something it's like they're fulfilling their wildest fantasies of what Beyonce could give them in this like next step yeah yeah. you know and then and like I think mystery is so big I think we don't especially in this day and age we don't appreciate mystery and and um withholding and I think Beyonce has been super smart about being like okay we're in the age where everything's oversharing guess what I'm going to be the one that doesn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and still and so you can kind of project on me and you can yeah uh, you can she it evokes your imagination yeah mm-hmm. you wonder things yeah. about yeah. her whereas other people give you so much of themselves right. and they have entire podcasts about their lives yeah that you don't wonder anything else about them anymore. Uh, I'm such self-hatred. <laughs> it's so intense. It's such an intense feeling. I, you're right, I hate myself. <laughs> we definitely have no mystery. But we were talking about this the other day with Beyonce. It's what reminds me, it's something about her that I think she has in common with Barbara Streisand. Like, the control, the, like, mm. I'm not going to come out all the time. I'm yeah. not going to be... the grandiosity, too. Yeah. And then she does and come out, it's like, yeah. it's a fucking moment. God is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God is in the house. I mean, and if no one has done that since Streisand, mm. I can't think of another... Because per- Madonna gave us so much of herself yeah. all the time, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. literally, like, led us into her bedroom. And, like, yeah. Madonna started that wave, I think, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. But I can't think of another pop star since Barbara Streisand who was so... Like when they when they enter, decide to do a concert or decide to appear at a place, it's such a moment. Yeah. As Beyonce. Yeah. Did what? you guys see what she wore to the Lion King premiere last night? No. Oh my god. Look at her right now. Fucking. I mean, it's like a fucking like suit blazer, right? But it's got all of these like diamonds and like things all over it. But then the bottom is like a kind of um, sheer see through. <gasps> yes. Dress and then she got blue, a fucking matching outfit. Oh, baby! Wow, a little baby blue. Wow, blue's looking amazing. It's just blue's looking so. It's old. like catching the light. This suit, you know, all the sparkles. What? And like what? Be- see, look at that. Diva. Okay, since this is not this is an audio medium, it's like well, everyone just fucking Google it. I don't care. You're, yeah. you're listening to this on a phone. Google Beyonce know. Lion King outfit. It comes up really fast. Also, like subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you're on. Your phone. You're on, while you're listening to it, Nick's really wanting to put that in the middle, so now 
I'm helping him. <laughs> thank you. And it's natural too, right? Thank babe? you for being. Right. Thank you for being such a co-equal partner in that. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't mentioned one woman in this room, except at the beginning, and her name is Sasha Fierce. <gasps> Sasha Fierce. That was actually one of the times I started doing an interview. She was on Oprah promoting Sasha Fierce. Yeah. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, was that also when she was promoting House of Darion? Was she with, like with House of Darion is my favorite. What like, is House of Darion? It was Bitch, step out of the room and get on <laughs> one because it is. It was the clothing brand that she created with her mom. Rome. But House of Darion is who are the fashions. Yeah. Wet People don't like that Sasha Fierce. I would feel like even like we don't like the, the Sasha Fierce album. I feel like I've heard that that's like one of her least favorites. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. You love that album? I do. I mean, I generally love every album that she does. But I, I guess. Hmm. What's my favorite song on that album? I love radio. I think I'm in love with my radio. Concerts or whatever, where she had she did a, she sang that song, but like her costume, it was like Wonder Woman inspired. It was like you know how she does. She's very famous for like giving you a really cute corset, uh-huh. and she's Cinched. like tucked, cinched in that thing. But this one was like Wonder Woman inspired, but like she wore like um, she had tights on. It had tights on the legs. They were like kind of see through, but at, towards the bottom, it had like leopard spots that faded ah. into like nothing. So it looked like mm. it looked like it was on her skin. And she had the on, same, kind of, yeah. yeah. And, and it was the same thing with, on her arms too. So it was like she's wearing this like Wonder Woman corset thing with like kind of leopard, like an animal, like an style animal. Yeah, she's got this really cute there. pump on, but she's never and she's always smart about the pump. If you if you look at the pump whenever she's performing, it's never it's not a crazy stiletto. It's something that she can dance in because she fucking dances her fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. Can we just talk about that? How does Beyonce do all of those fucking moves and still and sing like that? Sing like fucking sustained notes well, and take give you runs from here to fucking China. Yeah, that's what makes that's what sets her apart. For from me, everyone. from everyone else, because like Madonna would dance that athletically, but not be able to sing like that. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, not yeah. Just... I actually don't like. Wait, let's give let's give us a moment and think. Is there anyone? I'm not. Really I'm going to confidently say there's no one who does that. Like Beyonce. I mean, that's the, her athleticism yes. is so much of her. You prowess. know what I think it yes. is though. Like, and because they say about the um, Beachella is uh-huh. that she spent like six months for that performance. Oh yeah. 
I think she just, I think Trains. she's just a fucking workhorse. Yes. I think uh-huh. she's just like, every song she spends like a whole well, that's month on just doing That's what's so amazing about watching Homecoming, like the actual movie it. that she made about that for Netflix, How right? How much she works. You can see the process of it. Like you, you go behind, and that was right after she had fucking twins, mm-hmm. you know, but she had a really, really difficult pregnancy. She developed toxemia. You know what I mean? And, like, that was a part of that journey for her was, okay, now I've, I've had my babies, and now it's time to train. Let's get back on and it. And also because of that, tuxemia and probably postpartum depression led her to make duets with both Ed Sheeran and Eminem, which are two moves that I did not approve of. <laughs> but I just am like, she just had the babies. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, we'll give her that. I was like, <laughs> I was like why right. are you performing with these awful men? So I remember Ed Sheeran, she did that one where he's, like, wearing less very basic street clothes and she's in this fabulous looking, pink like, looking like he's delivering know. fucking pizza hut or something yeah. come on so boy yeah. um, it, I, I remember hating that juxtaposition yeah. it's just yeah. like oh, yeah, he's not worthy of her no. oh sh- told- we, 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 we are, there's some Sheridan I don't care yeah like they are an Listen hour and a half into right a Beyonce now. episode <laughs> um, come for me this is not called for the British man this is called for the girl yeah, that's right but anyway you were talking about her she did all of that she did all that Beachella prep right after having the twins right after having the twins which is crazy yeah I have like a slight anxiety right now that the world is ending because Twitter is completely down and it just shows you how fucking addicted I am to being able to access my Twitter. Yeah. What, if we, uh, what if we get out of this We closet? open the door and, and it's just every, like... Everyone's gone, but everyone's gone. Like, it's everyone the true apocalypse. You were talking about it. It was it's like anyone who's near a window. And then you see Jason, <laughs> right. and then you see Jason like grab his bag and run down and they're like, where are you going, where are you going, Jason? I'm getting my VHS and my DVDs! I'm moving to <laughs> my oh, thing man. with the apocalypse I always say is that I'm going to steal all the vodka so you have to get vodka from me and <laughs> how are you going to steal the all the vodka because I'm going to go to all the stores babe and take all the vodka <laughs> in a cart and steal it you're the, ba- you're the vodka I'm, baron I'm the vodka baron <laughs> And, um... Ness. Baroness. Baroness. You're going to have to dress just like the Baroness from The Sound of Music in order for anyone to take you seriously in your vodka empire. I have never empire. seen The Sound of Music. I know. I know. What? I know. It's fucking crazy. Chris, never can seen we it. do a watch party with I would you? love to. Isn't it like four hours, though? No, it's like two hours. It's just a normal movie. Really? Yeah. Jason and Why I Why does someone tell me like it's like a four-hour movie? We once had an iconic Christmas in Washington Heights where we just did puzzles and watched The Sound of Music repeatedly. Oh, that sounds like fun. It was pretty fun. Fancy could be in the remake of The Sound of Music. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm here for that. When's Beyonce's Broadway show? The show about her life. Oh, when is okay. That I, was gonna, I thought you were saying her in a Broadway show. I was like, I don't know if I want to see that. But Why don't you want to see uh, that? Well, I mean, absolutely, I would see it. But I just don't... Like, if, if tomorrow Beyonce was like, I'm going to star in the revival of Starlight Express, you wouldn't I don't, be excited? I don't, I, I don't, no, I, well, I, I would be excited because I would see her. You think it would be beneath her? No, it's not a, it's not a thing of being beneath. I just, like... I think that acting is hard, and I think that it takes a different. I, I think it takes a skill set that she doesn't necessarily have a lot of. Do you know what I mean? It's just a different kind of thing. And also, like that being said, working in front of a camera is a different thing than working on working on stage, which she knows a lot about, obviously, because she creates these amazing. But that, concerts, that's so different. But that's like, her creation, exactly. Versus like act being in a play and put into to someone act else's and, creation. Like, you know, when I watched Lemonade, I thought. I was like, oh, fuck, this is what a good Beyonce movie might look like. Yeah. Because there's something, maybe because it's her own material or something. Because, yeah. right, it's like about 
especially acting from the camera, is about opening up, about revealing. Yeah, and she can do that. And right. she will do that. And know, she does in a very that, natural way. But in her own material. Yes. You know, there's yeah. something a little guarded about her in the movies. Yeah. What's your number one hit from Lemonade? Ooh. I what think it with? has to be Six Inch Heels. Oh. Because there's a bridge that I just love. Stars in her eyes. Uh, she fights to the done, keeping time. She's up on the grind day and night. She works from Monday to Friday, works from Friday to Sunday. How she gon' slay? She gon' slay. She too smart to pray material things. She push herself day and night. She grinds from Monday to Friday, work from Friday to Sunday. But it just musically, it's so pretty to me, and because it, it's such a shift from where it, the song is, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's heavy, it's dark, you know, and then it goes into this really pretty melodic, you know, that's still a little heavy, yeah. it's still a little, but you know, um, and I don't know, that that's what it is for me today. It might change tomorrow. I listen to it on my way here, and so it's just really on my brain. Did you, you listen know? to the Carters album? I haven't listened to it. I did. I did. And, you know, like, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite. What I loved loved about what Beyonce was doing in that is, like, you know, she was giving you, like, fucking deep notes. She was, like, sitting up in her chest. She was, you know, she's giving you runs, but, like, they're going down here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Versus, like, staying way up here, you know, and this soprano Uh stuff, which is what she's prone to do. And I think a lot of people didn't like that because they wanted her to stick with that. But I'm like, I'm like, nah, she's got other shit. And, like, this is where it is right now. I liked that. I love Boss. And also that, Boss that, that, that the song. video is mm-hmm. iconic. Oh, yeah, at the Louvre. At the Louvre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Louvre. You know what I just thought of in terms of Homecoming? I was just thinking, we saw recently the Aretha Franklin documentary about Amazing Grace. Oh, I haven't seen I, it. It just came out on, it's out, out somewhere. It's Maybe so it's out in, on HBO or something. It's so incredible. Chris, Chris okay. get, get, get we have the a, tissues. We have an okay. iconic um, episode about it that you can go back and listen to. Also, it's when you listen episodes, to just it. Just scroll up in your app and when you, you can find And then when you do, what you can do is you can like and you can subscribe. You can, you can download, download and rate and review. You can rate and review it. Hey. And then you can share it on hey. social media and you can tag us at app for the girl. Hey! <laughs> just, just, just those little things. Because <laughs> you're listening to this now, but what you uh, need to do. <laughs> we need to get to a place where we can create a title like podcasting network service. So we're not going to do that unless we up these numbers, people. Um, And I also want another cat. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something about homecoming and like the whole like the building of Beychella that Mm -hmm. reminds me of what uh, Aretha did with Amazing Grace in that 
it is like Aretha's coming off this like pop, like like all these hits, all these hits, all these hits, and she's yeah. like, "What am I going to do? I'm going to record a gospel album mm. with the man who taught me everything I know about music." Wow. At this church with a real choir, and I'm going to celebrate black culture, and I'm going to wow. celebrate this music that brought me. And there's something about when I saw Beachella, and she it's so like Beyonce's project, and she's yeah. like, and I'm going to set, I'm going to make music for black people, yeah. about black people in America, yeah. using elements that only we know that are yeah. our vocabulary, yeah. and I'm going to make it for us. Yeah. You know, and, and it's such just, a shout out to like historically black colleges and universities mm-hmm. and like giving them attention and then making people aware that these things and these now, organizations exist. And now all of a sudden know? all the presidential candidates are tripping over themselves to be like how they're gonna support, you know, HBCUs. Right. You know? Right. And it's just reminding me of like that it, they just seem like at a similar point in their career, like their mid thirties and they're just like blasting it. Am I like on track with that? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm like <laughs> like it's just like so yeah. singing to the times, speaking mm-hmm. to the times, speaking to like the, you know, not trying to pander to white communities and like yeah. white top forty hits. Yeah. You know, I think Beyonce is like really kind of cock is obviously really cognizant of that. And um, yeah, yeah, and speaking to the civil rights and the struggle of civil rights uh, because you are the voice of your generation. Yeah, you know? if you could like fantasize, what 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 would you want to see Beyonce do? What would be your fantasy? Like in just like anything. Yeah. You can you can you can just be like what, what have you ever what have you have you ever just like been like oh I would love to see a Beyonce you know, doing this thing I would I would actually love to see a movie or a musical um, where and the, or this could even be a Broadway musical where Beyonce wrote the music that's something I would love that's something I would live for like or even a movie yeah. that she wrote the fucking score for do you mm. know what I mean like that interests me. You know, like to see what what she what where her talents and her skills and like her a, ear takes her. Right, like, like a project you know that's I mean? not like her album, but like where she like puts her stamp on something else that other people can perform and yes. do. That's a cool way of be, of wrapping that it around really and seeing cool her way. on yeah. Broadway or whatever. That would be a cool way. It's like Broadway or a film like, or yeah. just like anything. Just to a see, film like, musical, to like give, her. Yeah, give her that making a mu- a film musical. That would be, yeah. Like Carmen, wasn't she in Carmen? Oh God, the hip hop Yeah, <laughs> that was her first thing on MTV. On MTV, yeah. Carmen, she played Carmen with Makai Pfeiffer. Uh, Carmen, the hip hopera. <laughs> yes, my face it's is actually, so shocked right now. Not, I did not know I mean, that it's, it's good. Happened. It's good. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's not good. It's campy. It's bad. <laughs> it's campy. I better hold up. Carmen, the hip hopera. Yeah. I mean, there, there are, there were some like weird flops in there. Yeah. And and she got smart. She's not she's not trying it anymore. No, she got smart. She is so smart. I mean, she's just one of our smartest, I think, richest I think, gals. Well, I think got. I think especially if you think about it with those early films, right? Like she, what did she have? She had Carmen. She had Austin Powers. She had the Pink Panther. Those are things she's trying to break into that world, right? So you kind of like it's probably like you take the first thing that's offered to and, you, and they're kind of fluffy pieces, yeah, lighter and they're, pieces, they're big pop pieces too, yeah. like things that are going to reach out to the masses, you know. Yeah. And then it changed, like she got into Dreamgirls, you know, she was fucking, she was Dina, and then she yeah. also got she played Etta James, you mm-hmm. know. I th- I feel like now she's more on a place of her. Like she talked about this a little bit in. Um, Life is but a dream, which I was watching this morning um, mm. before I come here. But like, she's like inspo. She, yes, inspo. absolutely. But she was like, she has been so, and this was she made this probably in like 2013. Yeah, that was on HBO, right? Yeah, she was like, I, you know, I've been so successful commercially, 
so far in my career, like, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not the goal. It's to, it's to do something different, to do something else. Mm. I can see that being the case as far as the roles that she may choose to play on camera now. I mean, she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to do any of this stuff. She's set. It's all about what speaks to you artistically. It also could be that she did some big movies and she was like, oh, this doesn't bring me joy. Exactly. Or like, I don't don't like like this. this. Yeah, like, being an actor is a horrific experience. Like, who would do it if you didn't have to? You've got to do it because you love love to do it. Otherwise, there's no fucking point, man. Yeah. Pressure. (laughs) It's crazy. A fucking bop for me for Beyonce is her cover of Back to Black. What? Amy Winehouse is back to black? Because mm-hmm. you know I stand for Amy, too. Oh, I'm a huge Amy. I've never heard this. Well, I had never heard this she either. She with Andre 3000, yeah. Wow. I know. They're like, you didn't know about this? You didn't know about this? I love you much It's not enough I love blowing you love puff Nervous about my Bay knowledge, and I never heard that. I did hear, I did, I, I did hear the on that soundtrack. She did a cover of her Crazy in Love, and it was like skewed and dark and different, mm. you know. Oh yeah, because that nice. was in the preview. Yeah, wait, the last one. How come I can't find it? I'll find the it. Later. Internet's the the world already. <laughs> we're just this is like the definition of futility. We're potting to. A world I'm that so has excited. I'd be so excited. I would not. You have no idea how much if I just want to. this is the end of the you. world. So, yeah, so I just, you just survive. You don't have to have a career. I'm going to lose so much weight. I'm going to be able to, like, walk around with my shirt hungry. off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be the leader of the big Because you're going to be hungry. Whatever. It's going to be really stressful. We're gonna I'm not going to be hungry. It's going to be, like, some I Am Legend shit out there. And we're oh, going to have to fight for our lives. I love, I love that movie. I love that movie If that movie so gets much. turned on, I watch it. Okay, so two big beefs I have I'm awards obsessed. I have awards mania. Okay. So let's talk about the two losses of album of the year. I mean, the first is most egregious to me, to Beck. Oh, yeah, right. When Beyonce, the album, loses yes. to Beck yes. for the morning after. I was literally like, what the holy hell? I, You know what? I wasn't even, you know, not that I, obviously I think that she deserved it, but that one didn't affect me so much as the fucking, as Lemonade. As the Adele Lemonade. Yeah. That one, that one kind of like... Oopsies. Yeah. That was so fucking weird. It was. I, I, but weird, but like, come on. White America is doesn't... It shouldn't be weird to anyone to know that they're not going to give it to like the whitest woman no, in the room. Just, yeah. And not sell it. And like... It's just such a... It's just such a kind of like... It's just... That's just... It, that just makes it so clear. 
Do you know what it's I just, mean? Yeah, it's, it's just it's, another it's, ugly, clear picture. Yeah, like, and like, okay. don't get me wrong, I love Adele. Adele is amazing, and she's an amazing and artist. It's a great record. Yeah, it's just not but lemonade. Like, no, and lemonade really is. We'll celebrate you. We'll make money off of your back, but in the end, we're not going to actually give you the thing you actually deserve. Lemonade like, was it, it was because it, it was also more than an album. Like it's like it, it was a touchstone for yeah. this generation. I mean, for totally. for this time, no one has done anything. Ten years, like, lemonade is going to be one of the most important cultural. Yeah. Um, artifacts that we have. Like, I definitely think Adele deserved to win Song of the Year, mm-hmm. you know, and Record of the Year for Hello. Like, yeah. that was the song of the year. Yeah. But it was not the album of the year. Right. The album of the year was fucking Lemonade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that song all night. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I really love that one. That's so pretty. Yeah, it's so pretty. Found the truth beneath your lies. Up and rub up and fill up, kiss up and rub up and fill up on you. Give you some time to prove that I can trust you. Again, I'm gonna kiss up and rub up and fill up, kiss up and rub up and fill up on you all night. She, you know, she talks a lot about, she gets so fucking candid, you know, just about, like, everything. And she talks about, like, her miscarriage that she had. Mm-hmm. And and about, like, what that was like for her. And this was, obviously, this was before she had Blue, you know. And, um, and also, like, she writes this song. She says she went straight to the studio. And I don't think this song was ever released. I don't think she ever released it. But um, it was called Heartbeat because she was saying how one of the things that was so upsetting for her is like she had you know she left New York um and she went to the doctor and they heard the baby's heartbeat and like everything is you know the family told the family that that she's expecting her and Jay are expecting everything's great she left to go perform or something came back for another checkup and they couldn't hear the heartbeat and that was when they they found out the baby was no longer alive right and she was broken of course right and then she goes straight to the studio and she writes a song um, called Heartbeat because she like literally she you know just talking about how beautiful the heartbeat was and how sad she is that you know you the heart she can't hear the heartbeat anymore and guess love just wasn't enough for us to survive I swear I swear I swear I tried you took the life right out of me I'm so unlucky I can't 
can't breathe You took the life right out of me Me, 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 me I'm longing for your heartbeat Heartbeat, heartbeat And it's so sad and beautiful. But also, like, so... I also... There, like, I then am kind of like, wow, thank you for your generosity, Beyonce, for sharing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For And she really does... She does that with certain pieces. You know, she really kind of does that with her music. Like, people don't kind of give her credit for that. She's been doing that for the past, like, few years. Like, when with all the cheating and stuff that mm-hmm. Jay-Z has done, she sings about it. Yeah, doing some autobiographical, real-life shit. She talk- like, and it's almost like they it. have this agreement with each other where it's like, because he does it too. He does it too. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, okay, this is what this is, and I've gone through this, and I'm going to put that in my fucking art. And are we cool with this? This is just what it is. What do you think about Jay? Oh, I think Jay-Z's brilliant. Um, I think he's a snack. um, I've never been attracted to Jay-Z. And that's no shade. You know, he doesn't do it for me. How are you getting down with Solange? All of her wackadoos? What about that new album? Crazy. I mean... It's a listen. It's like a listen... It's just hard to. I feel like get under I feel the covers like with yeah. It. I feel like I like to put that on and like maybe do things around the Cook, house. Something yeah. Yeah, but but um, but I I love fucking seat at the table. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great. That's a great album. Well, it's interesting what you were saying too about Beyonce earlier, like sharing. It's like in this age of where we share everything in the universe on social media and stuff. It's like. And I was, we were referring to her as like a withholding pop star and all this stuff. It's like, no, I'm not withholding. I just put it in my art. Yeah. Like, mm. it's right there in my music. Right. I give it to you in my music. Yep. And then I'm not going to give it to you 24 hours a day, right. 24-7 the rest of the time. Yeah. The rest of the time, I'm going to be on my own journey. Yeah. You know, living my life so I can make more gorgeous art for you to consume. Yeah. And there is like an element of like surprise or not surprise, um, control there too mm-hmm. do you know which i'm not mad about do you no. know what i mean like i'm not mad about that at all but like i am gonna share but i'm going to choose when to share and what to share mm-hmm. and like here that is and that's not always like it's not always calculated or extremely measured but it's like yeah i'm gonna i'm sharing that my husband was unfaithful to me and this is how this made me feel uh for the children who i guess don't know beyond i don't know who that is, they are but like <laughs> what would be your like just kind of three tracks you want to you would say start here this is like the well there's like a well-rounded kind of intro and they don't have they don't they can be obscure they can be not I obscure give you, i will give you kind of an obscure one or one that people don't know about gift from virgo off her first album um it is very much unlike anything else that she does but it's very like kind of jazz oriented it was originally oh, cool. written by this um god what is his name i sent this to you guys in an email i forget the, the jazz he's a guitarist he wrote the song years ago and then beyonce basically was like i'm gonna sing over this and write over this and wrote like this kind of poem of a song and it's beautiful called a gift from virgo to obviously love letter to jay-z you know um but it's so pretty and um very kind of unpoppy and a little jazzy Wish I could look in your eyes and tell you how I feel right now inside, baby.
afternoon, every night. I wanna be with you. It don't matter if we go to the park or watch a play, stay in a hotel room all day. I just wanna be with you. Okay, so that in front of you is not a microphone. You're in this room alone, and that's a speakerphone. Uh huh. And it is, it's connected to Beyonce's voicemail. Oh my God. So just take a moment, take as much time as you want, and just leave a voicemail for Beyonce. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, Beyonce, I, I just want to thank you for, for being you, for creating the art that you have created. I'm trying to rein it in and not like scream in your face. But I'm a huge fan. You inspire me. Whenever I feel down, I constantly put something on that you have made, uh, whether it's a music video or listening to music. Um, your work never gets old to me and never will. And I can't wait to see what else you do in this life. And I'm grateful to be a witness of it, to be a part of it. So thank you, Queen, a fan of yours for the rest of my life. Love you. Oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank, thank you, you guys. Be- thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, Beyonce. Yay. My God. Yes. Thank you, Beehive, for um, not attacking us. Yeah, and also don't attack us. us. If you want to be on this, write to us. Yeah, like we, you know, we're we're not like one and done over here. We're like constantly interested in everyone's stories so. and everyone's. POVs yeah. on Beyonce. Yeah. Um, we're also super interested in your reviews and you following us on stuff and um, um, making this podcast as popular as Jay Z's title music sharing service. <laughs> yes. Okay, we love you all. We love you, Bella. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Do we have any beautiful queens in the house tonight? I want y'all to sing along if you know the lyrics. It's called Bow Down. Bop down bitches, bop down bitches, bop, bop.